Hi, I'm B. And I'm the Bean. And we're Cree rolling through the galaxy. It's B, and you're watching Pre-Rolling Through the Galaxy. So since it's Pre-Rolling Through the Galaxy, today's Pre-Roll is Kosher Kush, and famous for being the only strain that has been blessed by a rabbi. And it's a strong aroma which helps people achieve total body relaxation and helps relieve stress. Also helps relief from depression. It helps you go into a state of serenity. So, yeah. Is check it that a out. sativa? It is an indica strain. Indica. Right, so it's a, a super peaceful strain. Um, if you are wanting to relax or read or meditate, I feel like this would be a good one to try. Yeah, I agree. It's very chill. Yes. So today we are doing episode two of Unidentified with Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato brings viewers on a road trip alongside friends, family, and leading alien experts in search of definitive answers to some of the biggest questions about extraterrestrial life. So that's what her show is about. And episode two is titled The Star People. Now, in episode one, we dove deeper into abductions and hypnosis but in this episode, they touch more on ETs and ghosts and the connection that they may or may not have. And they kind of test that boundary. Yeah, which is really a different way to look at things. I know I haven't really thought about the connection before. Mm -hmm. Right. And that connection is almost, you can't wrap your brain around it, but I think this episode is helpful with just introducing that idea of, you know, nobody's really challenged that, is that connected yet. Uh, just like episode one had Demi's experience with an abduction, episode two starts out with their overdose in 2018 where they suffered multiple strokes and a heart attack and wanted to dive deeper because of that experience um, thinking that maybe there's more than just death and there's another side to spirits that there's an ET side The episode then goes into Arizona Road Trip, part one, and 
Culture City, and by they, I mean the same team as before, Demi, Demi's best friend, Matthew, and Demi's sister, Dallas. So they head back in their RV and hit the road to Arizona, and they head towards Vulture City, which is um, the most significant ghost town in Arizona, and it has a lot of really crazy things about it, and, you know, there was a whole takeover of um, a Native American tribe, and they there was a bunch of um, different things that really happened, and during its operations from 1863 to 1942, the mine generated anywhere from 30 to 200 million dollars and that's in like 1942 so that's just a little about vulture city but let's back up a little bit so they head over there and they start learning all these different things so vulture city arizona actually i had never heard of this until i watched this episode which kind of made me feel weird because it's is so significant and seemingly well known but it's you don't know until you know type of thing did you have a similar experience with watching this episode i did i had never heard of vulture city either and you know i was always really interested in like paranormal stuff and ghosts before aliens or wow being interested in both you know so Mm -hmm. um they when they got there, they met these guys, and they uh, are paranormal investigators, and they look into ghosts, UFOs, paranormal activities, and uh, they're the wraith chasers. Right. And they investigate more of the paranormal type, and but also are open to... E.T. and UFOs as well. They've had experience with that too. Yeah, and that's what's kind of cool is because they've obviously thought of a connection before. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting that they're open to it and investigating it. Right. It just kind of goes to show that you learn things when you're supposed to learn things. Like, yes, this has been around for however long and it's been known, but you learn things as you learn them and at the right time and sometimes you learn something and it doesn't really resonate at the time and then you have another experience Mm -hmm. with the same random thing a few years later and it that same thing resonates with you and it's like oh so when I start thinking about this it just kind of makes sense so it, it makes me even more interested in the connection between the two So the Wraith Chasers actually have a show on the Travel Channel, which I've never seen. And yeah, it's a whole paranormal investigator show. And they just, you know, they investigate all kinds of stuff. So if you want to find out more info on them, check out their show on the Travel Channel. So Demi is starting the conversation of like how... They are more connected to E.T. 
phenomena and UFO, whereas their sister, Dallas, is more connected to the uh, phenomena of ghosts and that more of a spiritual realm. So they just have different experiences and I think that's cool because that's also how our lives personally transpired as well. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and in 2013, Demi, their sister Dallas, and their mom all went on a paranormal hunt. So the mom, their mom also has, you know, a connection. And they talk about how they are all very intuitive and, you know, they, they all have a very spiritual sense. And yeah, the two of us are sisters and our mom also is very intuitive. And so are our siblings, all of our siblings, but um, definitely really strong with all the females. And it's a definitely a connection with Demi and their family. Yeah, so this was really resonating with us both, especially in this episode, because it's very similar to our relationship, where she may be more into E.T., and I feel more on the other side that I connect to more. So it's just cool. I think it's really relatable. So they find themselves in Vulture City, and... They meet up with uh, the Wraith Chasers, and they end up talking about why they're there and how kind of the city of Vulture City and so how the city was kind of settled was there was a strange glow kind of coming out of the scenery and everyone couldn't figure out what it was and was it, you know, something spiritual at the time or whatever? So they started digging and they found out that underneath the earth was a giant crystal, a uh, quartz crystal, and it had a huge vein of gold running through it. Right. And the fact that it was quartz and gold, two of the most precious things our earth has to offer and to protect us with and I just thought it was so strange that in today's society where more people are being drawn to to purchase and to find these these crystals and they don't know why they're drawn to specific ones or why they need certain ones but it is for I think a bigger purpose yeah and I mean it's said that quartz crystal is really really powerful and it holds lots of really really amazing healing properties so you know maybe go out and stock up on some quartz crystal and see if it makes you feel better Mm -hmm. yeah maybe just dive a little a little bit deeper into that never go wrong with a few crystals yeah for sure so they continue on and we meet Jay and Marie Yates, who are actually the owners of this little uh, vulture city. Jay and Marie Yates, um, I guess they have, uh, you know, a few shows, uh, paranormal type shows and ghost hunting shows. And yeah, you can check more out about the different things that they're involved in, but they're definitely um, 
into a lot of different things. So they have a lot of experience and they're the caretakers of uh, Vulture City. And they've each, if you go and look them up, you know, they've had a lot of different experiences. Obviously they're paranormal investigators, but they talk about, you know, uh, having experienced personally themselves for, you know, long, long years since they were little. So check them out and they uh, talk about having experiences there themselves at at Vulture City. Right. And they spoke of the native connection there, the sacred land that this mine was on and indigenous people uh, thought that these miners were desecrating a, a very sacred site and potentially unlocked something evil. Yeah, and they they talked about how uh, once they started digging and uprooting bones and different stuff, as they were digging up the bones, they started noticing that the bones were really large for human bones. The bones were of people who were like eight to 10 feet tall. Yes, and that kind of gets brought up with the things that they experience pretty regularly. It's more common than not, I think they said. Yeah, so people, once they started digging, people started seeing partial body aberrations, uh, multiple sightings. They actually said it was very common out there to see, you know, half bodies just floating around and there's been a lot of UFO sightings, crafts in the sky, reports oh, of gray aliens with lizard slimy skin just everywhere, you know, walking about. And we're not talking one or two people or multiple, multiple people seeing sightings there of who knows what. They don't know. They were very confused. Yeah, so it's it's just odd that this specific place has not only supernatural, but also paranormal and aerial sightings regularly. Yep, it was definitely considered a hotspot. And they commented in the episode about how there was a really just powerful energy there. Just standing there, they could all feel you know, this was a, a special place and they were about to really dive into why, what made it so special. And so they, the show continues on and they, they bring in some Native American medicine man and uh, they start to talk really more about... Uh, their local Navajo tribe and their name were David and Nicholas and they really talk about how man's greed really threw something evil out of the lands there and that was really they talk about how that's kind of something that a story they pass from generation to generation and it we go back to in the you know early 1900s that place 
produced $200 million. Yes. And it's it's just such a sacred mountain to these uh, Native people. And it, they believe it just did release something evil, something that was not supposed to be released. Yeah, and they kind of talk about how they tried to stop it and how, you know, man's greed just continued them to dig and dig and things started to happen. And they they just felt like whatever was buried there, once the digging started, was then released. And they referred to them as the star people. And they said they're entities that guide and help them and teach them holy and respected, how to be holy and respectable. And they were just, they were kind beings. Right. And it just, again, con- makes that connection of spirit and ET and the fact that um, they're not here to harm us, rather to unite us and to heal us and to help us to protect us yeah so they kind of feel like the star people came to protect them from whatever evil things were buried there and help guide them and keep them safe and it was kind of um them working with these people or not these people but these beings and them being uh you know respect respecting them and it's kind of a known thing in the Native American history that, you know, Native Americans are very in tune with the land and the sky and, you know, all things just natural and nature and, um, the spirit. And we could learn a lot from their stories. And I think their stories have been really buried for too long. They have important stories to tell and we should really start listening. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they do this really interesting uh, protection ceremony, and it's recommended to Demi and their friends that they do this before um, exploring because uh, they do need protection to to have uh, an experience, a good experience there, and not have a negative experience and I think that was actually really important to bring up and I think it's something that people should consider in their lives when you're going to research or look into anything that could be potentially evil is just make sure you're protecting yourself with um you know only information that will hurt you or will help you not information that will hurt you so you've got to really always be mindful and I really like that they did that protection because I feel like after they did the ceremony you know they all felt really connected Mm -hmm. which brings us into they can now transition into having their night one experience and this is what happens They end up splitting into two groups. Demi, Matthew, and Chris go to the brothel, and Dallas and Mike head over to the assay building. 
And it's known that in the brothel, the energy, whatever is there, doesn't like men. And then in the SA building, it's the opposite. The energy in there doesn't like women. Yeah, and they really talk about that um, in detail as the show goes on. And they bring out some tools with Dallas and Mike at the assay building. They bring a motion-activated music box and what they call a wraith pod and an EMF, which is an electromagnetic frequency, um, kind of like a monitor that you know makes a lot of noise if there's electromagnetic frequencies going through there. Yes, and they both of these places that they were exploring, both groups immediately had something happen. Yeah, and they both had kind of a connection. So Dallas and Mike uh, set something up and immediately they just start, you know, gasping. And they talk about how, whoa, it's really big. It's taking up the whole screen. And then they look at each other and they're like, the giants, mm-hmm. you know, going back to they, when they were doing all that digging of the native land and they came across all those bones that were really, really tall. Yes. And so immediately they see something that takes up the whole screen. Yeah. And you see that Dallas, um, I think, is a, an empath with everything that she's absorbing and how emotional she is and connected she gets and you can you you can just see the feeling on her face you can just tell she absorbs it well and she even says that she's like i i need a second and she kind of gets overwhelmed and she has a super emotional experience and she says it's positive and she ends up having one later on in the episode and we'll get to that but at this point they kind of pull up the little the monitor their little music box thing and they see to what they think look like giants but not they can't see them with their eyes but they see like the the body shapes and they mm-hmm. they kind of start to question like wait is this paranormal is this from another dimension mm-hmm. what the heck are we seeing but they both not only saw but they had like feelings they felt about it. it and there was the temperature difference yeah and how it was not positive but it wasn't it's just it felt heavy heavy yeah and then you know it goes goes over to the brothel and Demi Matthew and Chris are there and they set up all their equipment and kind of start going and you know nothing's really happening and uh Demi tries reaching out and you know that some stuff starts happening that EMF detector starts going off and it's like, you know, an experience starts happening. And they kind of test the theory of is it more, is this energy more friendly to men or women? And they start asking um, because they were told before these three female energies that are in the brothel and they actually communicate with one named Carmen. Yeah, and they talk about how, yeah, the brothel, I mean, it was a brothel, and it was a a place of a lot of chaos and trauma and 
different things. And so that's why in the past, uh, usually the spirits were only connecting to uh, women. So the boys end up leaving because the uh, it's established that the entity wants to talk to just Demi. And they Demi really connects with... Uh, who comes through and she asks first the three the three names of the spirits were Lily Rita and Carmen and she goes through all three and when she says Carmen there's a reaction and it kind of shocked them all kind of an interesting thing that this thing whatever it is it's responding yeah and Demi talks about how she felt like she connected to karma or excuse me, Carmen, because of shared trauma in their past. And she just had that feeling that they connected on, you know, both going through trauma and still, you know, moving on in some aspect. Mm -hmm. Like they could feel each other. They had. Yeah. yeah. So then Demi starts just belting out Skyscraper, which was actually really beautiful and very heartfelt. And they said that they had uh, just uh, their connection to Carmen continued on. And it was uh, just an, a really powerful and empowering song. And at the end of it, the EMF detector just like goes crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever it was really liked that connection. And... Felt they, really real and raw. Yeah, you know, watching it, like the those sisters also, they just have such a powerful something's powerful. They call them energy magnets, and I think that's um, super interesting. Yeah, the I mean, Chris and Mike talk about how. <laughs> well, they talk about it's at the end of the show, but they talk about how they've never experienced so much in such a short time, and he. They just talk about how, you know, the Lovato sisters, and at that time, Demi hadn't came out as referring to themselves as they, them, so how powerful the Lovato sisters were, so that was definitely kind of cool, you know, because they, they're connected, and you could see that connected connection, and then they take it back to the, the assay building with Dallas and Mike, and they ask um, kind of about the star people and all of a sudden Dallas just starts crying and Mike was like, are you okay? Or what's kind of what's going on? And she's like, no, this is wonderful. I feel so loved and one, I feel amazing. I just feel like the, the star people are really very loving and caring. Mm -hmm. But then they swing over to the mine, the mine shaft, which immediately had a way different energy. Both of them mentioned that the mine shaft was some sort of almost evil energy. So all of them make their way back to the nickel shaft, which is a mine shaft that goes down 170 feet and has known to have just a lot of things happening, women screaming and just very kind of desperate, despairing, heavy feeling 
down there. So they thought, hey, why don't we go there? So they all joined back together at the mine shaft and discussed their, their experiences they had individually. And it was a, a cool moment. And they decide to take that further and investigate it more in night two. Carmen, are you a ghost or are you a, you know, a sky person? And the, the machine responds with that it's a sky person. They ask for help when they go to the portal and all of a sudden they see a UFO and they're kind of freaking out and then they start doing the laser po the points and Dallas starts crying and she says it's just she's having an amazing experience and that she feels a deep connection to these sky people she felt euphoria is what she said mm -hmm. and that there was so much out there and how big our galaxy is and galaxies beyond yeah you could see her having like just a really deep connection to that and that was something that she obviously needed to hear and it really she had just a, a, an amazing emotional experience and so then they end up heading down to the shaft. So they are pushing with their lasers and they're using um, machines. And these machines are what? They set up an SP7 spirit box, which cycles through radio stations really fast. And I guess they have research that shows that entities can communicate through the gaps. So. It's almost just like, you know, static, and then you can hear voices. And then they set up the EMF, and they both just start going off. Right, and this is how they kind of complete episode two, is they start asking it questions, and they got responses like you could hear a little yeah to a response. Yeah, so they ask, can you hear us? And a voice comes through and says, yes. And so they continue on asking these questions and they ask, are there beings down below? And it says, yes. And they say, can you say hello to Demi? You know, just kind of jokingly. And it says, hello. And it was so weird. They all start freaking out and they like, can't believe it. All of them are just blown away with what's happening. Mm -hmm. And then someone asks, is like, is this how you enter our world through this portal? And Yeah, and they say, they, they say yes. And then they ask if all sightings are connected. And it says yes. With their episode info, and you can also visit their Instagram. <clears throat> all right, so episode three is what we will be talking about next time and the title of that one is are they already here where they start touching more on pentagon and government cover-ups and focus on going to santa catalina island so thank you for joining us and listening i am the bean and i'm the 
you can find us on Instagram at pre-rolling through the galaxy, Facebook pre-rolling through the galaxy, and our website pre-rolling through galaxy.com. Mm-hmm. And yeah, reach out to us, leave us a comment, a like, anything would be awesome. Yeah.